Hello, thank you so much for calling Butterball, where we help out all your turkey needs. What do you got, fam? Okay, I I, I have to be very, very quiet, but 911 transferred me to you, and I need your help. The turkey came alive. I th- we thought it was dead. It didn't even have any feet, but it's walking around on its nubs, yelling, I desire vengeance. I drink human blood. What do we do? Thank you so much for being a yearly consumer of our lovely turkey products. Okay, uh, please be sure to leave a review at the end of the phone call. Would uh, oh, do shit, you have any other? It's coming! It's coming! It's coming! It's coming! <laughs> it's the M word. Hello and welcome to the M Word Millennial Podcast Never. Solving Millennial Problems. No. I'm your Lone Star Millennial Kyle. No, never. Never. Why are you scaring them? Connor, do you want to tell the good people why I'm doing this? What you did to make me do this right now? Kyle's on drugs and we need I'll, Kyle, I've been enabling you for too long. Year after year, you thinking that I'm just going to buy you more meth. Well, this year, I'm done. No more. I'm not on meth anymore. I'm only on one drug, and that drug is tryptophan. What up? It's that after Thanksgiving food meal time. Ugh. God. I really- You finish the intro. I did, and I'm, I'm your Lone Star Millennial Kyle. Hello and welcome to the no, you can't start over. podcast you can't. solving millennial problems. I'm your West Coast well, millennial. I'm your Lone Star Millennial Kyle. Hello well, and welcome to the M Word <laughs> Millennial Podcast Solving Millennial Problems. I'm your Lone Star Millennial Kyle. It's important to know, Connor, for the people that you did. You, I normally start our Patreon. Our patrons get to listen to my sweet voice first, and then our regular people get to listen to your sweet voice first. But you switched it this time. You stole my Patreon intro, and so that's why I'm stealing the regular episode intro. Hi, I'm Kyle. This is me. I'm the first voice now. You guys have never seen me and Kyle's ego and and physical action before until now. There is some pretty intense eyebrows being raised between us. Uh, You cannot see it, but it is there. There is physical aggression happening. Our friendship is a delicate balance of... (laughs) Of our identities, of our ids, of our egos. And you, you're the one that decided to throw a wrench in that. You're the, you're the Napoleon of this. You said, oh, no, I can make it more. I want more countries under me. I'm short and I I, need more. I want more. I can't do it, Kyle. I just can't. You can do anything you set your mind to. But nobody really cares about our egos. What people do care about are drunk uncles the uncles of our lives and of our of our homes our families we need to relish these beings they come they sweep into town like a santa claus if you will but instead of bring bringing joy and cheer they bring um old socks and weird looks you know i'm i am going to start to take offense though because i do believe because I am you the bring, drunk uncle. okay, there we go. There it is. <laughs> I'm almost certain because all my brothers have children, and so I am, I am the drunk uncle. Yeah, you know, now that you mentioned that, I think me and Grant 
probably come across that way to our nieces and nephews on the holidays because we just, uh, you know, we just get it, we just get it going. We're ready to uh, we're ready to be the drunk uncles, except well, we're both insanely liberal boys. Well, and I think that's a, a misnomer. Right? Drunk uncles can be too conservative or too liberal, but they can't be in the middle. And that's and that's the real key ideology of the drunk uncle party of America. That's our new political party, uh, drunk uncle twenty twenty. Um, but we need to go back to our the the drunk uncle because it's something that we love about American Thanksgiving. No other country really has our Thanksgiving where we we force our families to literally come together for no other purpose than to be a family together. And later on in this episode, we are going to explore how that goes wrong so many different times. But like that's that's the point of the holiday, right? Like that's why Thanksgiving exists is for drunk uncles. A home. A home for these people. Can we can we not create a home for those who who have turned their backs to them can we not create a home oh god oh man i'm sorry i'm sorry whenever you first said a home you you didn't say any other words and i just thought you said oh uh-huh. <laughs> i was i thought you were not, getting real sassy can and we I was not into uh-huh it. make uh-huh. a home for these uh homes connor Ser- i love this new character you have uh-huh. seriously uh-huh. We can do, we can make this for the, I don't understand why we can't do what, I, I keep on wanting to mention Jesus. <laughs> well, and we don't, this holiday is and not I'm about trying Jesus. not to bring it's him so, up. It's so far from it's Jesus. It's so far from J-Dog. I think, I think that, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving even though it was two weeks too late, because we already talked about it. you should have had that turkey at the beginning of November, because that's the only Thanksgiving time anymore. And Santa, I saw Santa slap a turkey on the ass in the mall. And I'm afraid of where this holiday's going, you know, when you really think about how much Santa is. A, he's a dictator, right? He's a holiday dictator. We need to stop him. Yeah, Santa's a bitch, right? <laughs> 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 yep, that that jolly old bitch. Speaking of bitches, there's an article in the Business Business Insider talking about some big ass bitch problem that millennials have, and you know what it is? What is it? It's where our our boys aren't having babies, and instead they're treating their bitches like they're newborns. You know what oh. I'm talking about? <laughs> I do. I, I feel like your words got away from you for a little bit. These bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about dogs, okay? We're talking about dogs. People oh. are having dog babies. And apparently, it's ruining the dog food industry. Kyle, take it away. Isn't that isn't that that's just so funny because millennials are are having more pets. They have more money to spend on pets because they're not having kids until much later in life. And so naturally, the food industry is suffering because as soon as millennials pay attention to something, then obviously they kill it. We're kind of like the King Midas of generations where everything we touch instead of turning to gold just Turns dies. into avocado. Oh, oh sure, or that. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> or that. I like that. We, so, it becomes avocado and then we smash it so we can get guacamole and we I'm kill so it. tired of this fucking guac joke called cheese and crackers. But you know who's not tired of guac is these people, millennials, are giving their pets this guac treat. Okay, 
We are treating our dogs and our cats and whatever other animals. Do you think they treat their their parakeets and their their iguanas like their their children? Uh, obviously, you know, an iguana is just a real scaly baby. You know what's really interesting about the article is that it it's not <laughs> it it's quoting somebody saying they treat them like their firstborn child. Um, but they don't they don't discuss like exactly what that means for people like are is it, does that mean that people are just have a higher standard for how they're treating their animals because if that's the case I, why is that a bad thing why is that a not a thing that we want to be into right that's the problem right it literally says in the article that the price of pet food has increased from a dollar 71 in 2011 to 255 a pound by the end of last year and that we're spending an extra four billion, three billion on on pets. Why than we is were. that a bad thing? Exactly. But that's the problem, right? Is because we're not buying cheap shit for our pets anymore. Back in my day, my parents used to buy that canned dog food, which if you're using that, that's no no diss on you. But now I just use dry dog food because it feels less g- gross to me. I don't Ew. know. You know, and and so it's it's good kibble for my good good boy dog, and but I so that's the thing. People are using higher premium products for their animals because they don't have kids. That's what's important. The the pet is the firstborn, and they don't talk about when millennials have a real child and how that child is the secondborn child. Uh, you know, their first kid I'm tr- and has to be led by the pet. I'm trying to make this comparison to me when I was a kid. And I need to know how much top ramen is per pound. How much top ramen is? You know ramen. You know ramen noodle soup. Ramen. Yeah. How much is that per pound? I don't know. Like literally half a cent. Maybe. It's Let's probably see. less. Uh. Okay. Here we go. Three ounces. Oh, twelve ninety nine. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. That's that's still that's still way more. What? So it's saying for three ounces. Oh wait, oh, hold on. What's three three ounces times twenty four is a bunch of ounces. Um, <laughs> what is happening in your brain right I'm now? I'm trying to figure out if we're spending more on dogs or if, we're sp- if I spent more on my human food, human I ramen mean, food. If you're only eating ramen, you definitely spent more on a dog. I'm gonna just say that as a fact. That's a fact. I don't know. Pr- I mean, I I they probably they got I got clothes. I got washings. I got up. We're just only talking about food. If we start talking about how we're washing our dogs and our kitty cats and our iguanas, and that's gonna that's gonna add up the price. Do you think that parents who are treating their dogs like the firstborns are trying to teach them the human tongue? Definitely. Have you seen all these very very cute videos of animals talking? It's like the cutest shit ever on the internet. No. Okay. I'm not talking about those tricks. You're talking about comprehension. Kyle, I've t- yes, absolutely. I'm talking one plus one equals fish shit, okay? You know, I'm I'm a proud pet owner, and I love all of this. I love all of this about uh, the way we treat our animals because um, it's very g- good for my heart. The one thing I don't really appreciate about our generation and what it's doing is I don't like how it's only giving the inherit- inheritance to the, to the pet. So it doesn't matter the children that come afterwards. That pet is always your firstborn and always gets all the inheritance because that's how we work. Um, that's how inheritances work. I don't know if mm. you know that. God. And um, and and it, I think it's weird because most of the time I'm like, unless it's a parrot or a turtle, 
it's not going to be there probably when you die. Caught, you're making an assumption that just isn't true. I know that your dog is getting inheritance because it is royalty. Kaiser? He's a German shepherd. And you know what we love about our Germans is their hold on power. Jesus Christ. Uh, I am listening to Hardcore History, and they, whew, they they made a name for themselves in that First World War, I tell you what. I'm obsessed with the British royalty, and most of them are German, so maybe my dog is British They don't royalty. talk about it. So those dogs I get, right? Not only do they need to be treated like firstborn, they need to be treated like the lovely incestual line that is royalty. <laughs> Gosh. Connor, sometimes I do wish you would enunciate just a bit more because the first thing I heard was incestual. Oh, no, 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 no. You heard that right, boy. Oh, God. Oh, no. In- the incestual line. I don't like that. They got to spread the the blood, like uh, oh. the bloodline. Oh, no. Any way they can. This is getting bad. It's, you say it's bad. It's It's been bad. <laughs> it's been bad. It's been bad breaking it. Uh, so we have these lovely um, crowned animals and we aren't giving them their just desserts and i think they know it honestly i my dog is nine years old he's gonna be 10 on valentine's day because that's his birthday because he's cute as fuck and i think we're not doing enough to elongate pet life you know we're just feeding them we're loving them for the time they're here but every second that you love your dog that's seven seconds to them I think is how that works. God, humans are so fucking selfish. We're so selfish. We oh, need to let's solve cancer that. for some fucking bipedal boys or girls or non-binaries. We need to stop worrying about that. We yeah. need to, we need to help our four-legged friends. Right, and I do think that we, if we elect a pet, that's the first step forward. That's how we solve this crisis. We get a pet in power, and I don't care what breed it is, as long as it's a dog or a cat. I don't care. And we just get them in power and let them advocate for themselves. I'm Kyle, you heard it here first. Listeners, you listened it here first. Get ready for the new kennel of representatives. Oh no, that's the a very fourth good name. The, the fifth branch of government after journalism. We're going <laughs> it, yep. it is the, the the kennel of representatives from the, every member of the animal species. We're talking dogs, we're talking cats, we're talking guanas, we're talking horses, we're talking box jellyfish. Oh, okay. And we're but they're not all sequ- in the same place. No, we're talking sequoias. We're put them all in a lovely, beautiful animal kingdom representative democracy who gets to have their vote. Now, listen, I know what you're thinking. How are these animals going to vote yes or no? We're going to do it baby style. We have the votes on one side and the votes on the other. They go on either side depending on what toy they like better. Yeah, so you put the bill on the ground and you so they have to pick between two bills. It's not yes or no. We always have to pick between two bills. <laughs> so it's like fund fund education, take education money away. It's always binary, and they have to, to choose between that. Yes. And we don't... You fucking dirty bastards. You can't put dog treats or cat treats or any type of other incentivization. It must be by comprehension alone. Welcome, welcome to the new lobbying, everyone. There's going to be one guy who's like, I, I got the horse vote. I got some oats in my pocket. I got some oats. <laughs> Shit. 
man, oh man, I really hope, I hope majestic, uh, the the sweet majestic sunset is gonna be really into carrots today. Yeah, the sweet majestic sunset. That's the what? name of the horse. Oh, okay. Sorry, okay. I couldn't think of a horse name fast. What if what if the other horse's name is so it's like sweet majestic sunset? He's the head of the horse caucus. Um, and then the the horse caucus whip is like Mister Ridley's mistake. And oh, that's- don't you dare use the word whip around them. They, <laughs> don't you fucking dare. He hates. He hates the whip. He hates me. It's actually a curse to be the whip um, in animal animal Congress. Ooh. I think Connor, you brought up a great point, and this is something we definitely have to explore in much detail. Um, is is that we have to have the animal revolution? We need to change the animal kingdom to an animal republic, and obviously that's something that we're going to take time. We're going to really sit down with. And we'll make a declaration of independence for all of them. And we're going to get them on their way. We're going to get them away from the animal king crown. Who's the king of animals? Seriously, uh, obviously the lion. But seriously, if any, if any fucking monkey tries to take that over, we, we're talking, we, we, we've been talking a lot about like the animal kingdom, but I'm talking about the quadro, quadro, uh, quadro, quadro rock walkers, if you will. Uh, I'm talking about those people. Okay? But also box, but also box jellyfish. They got tentacles. Okay. Whales are included as well. Connor. Oh yeah. no. What do we got? We have a problem. What? I just go Googled who is the king of the animal kingdom and Connor, it's us. No! <laughs> it's us, Connor. We're the king. <laughs> We're going to be smited. No, we must stop this revolution in its track. Send the military, kill all the animals. Keep them as pets and give them their premium food so they don't want anything else. I will be on the side of the animals. I will be your I will I won't be your master, but I will be your servant. Well, I think this is as, as far as we can talk any more about this who, before we start an insurrection. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? You or me and some fucking whales? I don't think the whales are on our side. We killed like a whole bunch of them. Connor. They're not on your side. They're on my side. Yeah, I'm against you, the people. I'm <laughs> the turn- servant of the animals. You Benedict Arnold bastard. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Whatever you need, my lion, my lioness, I will be <laughs> yours. Connor, let's, let's stop helping the animals. They get enough help. They get $69 billion worth of help from millennials every year. <laughs> Let's yeah. let's instead solve some other millennials problems that I found on Reddit. This problem comes from Dorfin, <laughs> which is a great name. Um, and they say, are there any government agencies slash people who are stopping me from building my own rocket ship, going to the moon and drawing a penis on the American flag? Which this is a very good question because we would be the first generation to do that. Hmm. Okay. So what's stopping Dorfin from from building his own ship, going to the moon, and drawing a big old donger on that American flag that's up there and it's perfect and beautiful because there's no atmosphere? Honestly, man, Dorfin, yourself, you're the only one stopping you. Get after it, yo. Get Make after Make a schedule. It. Hold on to it. Every day, grind it out. Do your homework. Wake up. Drank. Throw up. Drank. Get down study you can do it okay 
and honest, I think at this point it might have just gotten easier because I just read an answer and somebody said that actually by now that flag, because they didn't make a special space flag. They had so much other shit to do on Apollo 11 that they had, they had, they didn't have time to make a special space flag. And so it's like a regular flag, but, and by oh, now no. it would be, it would be bleached white by space radiation. Oh, really? So it's like a blank canvas at this point. That's not even the American flag anymore. If anything, we surrendered the moon because we put a white flag on it. <gasps> the moon is up for grabs, y'all. Oh my God. Yes. This is, this is my That's dick why flag. Elon's trying to get up there. Exactly. Guys, we've been joking about this, but seriously, Elon's. Dorfin is actually Elon backwards. He's been doing it since day one. <laughs> yep, that's how you. That's how spelling happens. That's God it. Damn it! Oh, that fast, fast boy. Well, Not God, all the way up there. We learned a lot about the moon, and I watched First Man, and I didn't even know about all this until I went to Reddit, and that's the beauty of the internet, mm. I think. Um, got I've got a, yeah, I've got another great question, Connor. You and I discussed this that this past week was International Men's Day, which isn't a real thing. Um, but I think it's important to talk about, you know, the importance of men's mental health and, and some of the things that men might deal with that, that women might not and to, you know, build community around that. And so um, Reddit user crazy guy 28, he asked uh, five foot three and not growing anymore. Are there any pros slash benefits to being a short man? Oh, my so God. They're really looking for some help here. They're five three. They've stopped growing. Listen, you're talking you're talking to the right boys. Me and Kyle. I've very never been short. Tall. I've never been short in my life. <laughs> we I popped out of the womb and I kept on popping. That's what the doctor said. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. He said, I've never seen a baby with knees before. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? That could be because I cut off all the baby's <laughs> legs, but <laughs> I've been waiting for baby knees all my life. So You've given uh me a gift. So we're talking we're talking about okay listen here's and this is a legitimate complaint of mine um which is that i anytime i go anywhere i cannot hide for the life of me which is why i'm so scared about being awkward so being five you said you're five three yeah Isn't that's that like technic- per- that's technically a, a little person i don't think that's true <laughs> i'm almost positive it is i i don't i feel like you have to be under five foot to to be a little person or to have dwarfism uh, Okay, I'm almost I agree, certain. Agree to disagree. Is, did you but, just Google it? <laughs> no, no, uh, no. I heard, I heard typing. Uh, no, you. That wasn't. That was the horse next door. <laughs> I don't keep on to stop. Sweet sunset, Majesty, or whatever. Shut the fuck up, Majesty! <laughs> don't uh, talk no. to him that way. He, he doesn't understand shit. You don't. You're not elected. He wasn't elected to Congress anyway. Uh, no. So, so being able to hide in plain sight. Listen. Oh, oh yes, ninja. <laughs> That's you can't be a tall ninja. That's a great point. So really, I'm disqualified. Can you imagine some like lanky tall ninja just like oops in his way around town? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's oh, like so, there, sorry. There's also this idea that women like taller men, and just based kind of on my love life, I don't think that's true at all. That's probably a lie. Oh. Also, I'm single. So okay. Yeah. I'm I'm six two. Ah, if that is important to that's you, the only reason. Uh, so so hi. We're. I know a lot of people are scared. Okay, I know you. I I know that you're like, man. 
what if I don't get the guy or girl in my dreams because I can't reach the top counter? Listen, I will be there. Look at me. I will be there for you, <laughs> my friend. Yeah. What's your name again? Oh, I thought you were just going to do the whole Friends theme song. I'll, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for you. When the rain starts, to, starts pour, to pour, I'll be there for you. Like I've been there before. I'll be there for you. Because you're there for me too. I think also one of the, the prime prime benefits of this, literally the best part about this is you know planes are only going to get smaller and that leg room is going to be a hot commodity. Oh my God. When you really oh sit and God. think about it. I I have to lick my knees anytime I take a flight. And not by you choice. Ha- what? Not by choice. My you knees. You have are, to what? I lick my knees every time. What? I, what are you talking about? I fold up like a pretzel anytime I'm on a flight. And then they really, hand me pretzels and I say, shut up. I say, shut up. You stop mocking give me, me. Give me nuts. Give me nuts. They don't like it when I shout that. Um same. Oh my god, man. I always get the aisle seat so I can put my legs out in the hallway and tri- let people trip over my legs. <laughs> Which is real good. That's just a real good human thing to do. They call them a hazard. I call them defense mechanisms. You're not supposed <laughs> to be running the flight anyway. Okay, apparently, according to the National Institute of Health, apparently short people tend to live longer. So, that's it's, a thing. It's probably because of all the uh, all the low-hanging doorways. I think it... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's obviously a part of it. How many of just... us have been killed? How many of us tallies? Huh? That you haven't counted. Always taking us down a notch. Um, so one person here says you can make St. Patty's Day a blast, so that's real helpful. So just you get one day, and that's kind of uh, fun. Why is that, sir? Because of leprechauns. Oh, my God. I thought that was obvious. That should be against the law. Leprechauns? Yes. I'm really tired of these... These short elven creatures lying to me. I've chased it, Kyle. I've chased it. There's nothing at the end. Honestly, leprechauns, if you really look back at their lore, they're kind of like fucked up. Because I think they used to be tied to like changelings, which is whenever oh, people yeah. when people like were depressed, people would just assume that they weren't depressed that a changeling like creature had had inherited their body and stole them away. And the only way you could fix it was basically by killing them. <laughs> We need to bring superstition back, man. We we, do, we need more we, change. We, we accomplished so much then. We are God. The world was so mystical. We could we could just see all these different things in the world. And man, we used to make steel. You know, we used to be a country that made steel and believed in Mothman. Now we're using power from the sun, like a nerd. <laughs> that actually Fuck does, you. That kind of sounds like a superpower, a little bit. I mean, we are. Uh, I've got another superpower for you. And this one is coming from the Lone Star State. I've got user Amor Textina. Reddit usernames are fucking weird. Anyway, this user said, found an egg, need advice. Today, my cousin found a single egg in Comal County, Texas. The location is important, I guess. He had already brought it inside when I went over to his house. We don't know where this nest originally was, so we can't put it back in the tree so that its mother would could come back to it. I put the egg in a shoebox and surrounded it with old t-shirts and a stuffed animal. What should we do to properly care and hatch it? Bruh. Okay. 
you're obviously you're the mom now, right? Yeah, you're the mom now. Uh, so with that comes many bird-related responsibilities. Feeding with your mouth. <laughs> you got to feed with your mouth. You got to regurgitate. You got to regurgitate a lot of your food, and that's the Shit. only way that they'll eat. Shitting on people is a must. Yeah, my my grandma's house has swallows that nest in uh, on the back porch every single year. And they shit because the babies like when they're nesting and they're real small, they just throw their butts over the side before they can leave the nest and they just shit off the side of the nest. And so it it, like piles up on the porch and it's so gross. It's like a little little straw toilet, man. (laughs) No, they. well, I guess so. Yeah, no, you're right. They also like kick out carcasses and shit and whatnot. It's crazy. So basically what we're trying to say is you need to take on the bird related responsibilities that you have been bestowed upon. You know, yeah. Um, real sad. I do have an update from the responses. Egg's probably dead. <laughs> oh no, man. So, I mean, really, if anything, we just solved your problem pretty quickly there. Or at least people on Reddit I've did. never solved a problem. We've never been a faster problem. So that's what they call us, Old West. That's it. So- Moving on to one of my favorite users, Dong Quixote. Oh <laughs> no. So Dong Quixote. Um, he says, or they say, is there anything I can do to make myself appear more friendly when I'm taking walks? They've got a long thing in here, so I'm just going to summarize it. They like to take a walk every night in their neighborhood, and they like to listen to history podcasts. And they do it for usually a mile or two in the evening, like 730 to 8. And when they're walking, they'll notice other like people, like older people and like women on their own will like cross the street or literally turn around and they say, run away. And, and this person's like, I understand. Okay. This person's a guy. I understand why a woman would be cautious about a strange guy walking alone. I don't blame them, but he's like, I'm having a really rough time. And I don't like this idea that anytime they see me, they run away. Like, what can I do to make this stop? It makes me feel fucking terrible for these people that they're walking in their neighborhood just like he is, and they're living in fear. Sign. Get a sign on your shirt that says, I'm friendly. Don't run away, please. (laughs) Don't don't run away. Please stop running away from me. (laughs) Just get that on a sign. Stop running away. Stop running away. I'm very friendly. See, I'm just listening to a history podcast. I love you. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. Right. Hey, just loudly, loudly say, because you know you got that podcast turned all the way up. We know how people listen to podcasts. You got to turn that away. That's even better. Yeah. Okay. Put that on a speaker, man. Don't plug him in your ears. Then they know. Oh, he's a boy. He's learning about the Civil War. There's 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 definitely no danger there. I like that because you can't murder if you're smart. That's good. No, oh, I, I was thinking more. You can't murder if you're listening about violence. You know what I mean? Like you can't. You can't do both at the same time. <laughs> I, yeah. So yeah, definitely make sure you stick to listening to like, um, you know, what's that podcast? Something I didn't, I missed in history class or something. Make sure you listen to that and not like my favorite murder or like serial killers, which is a very Ooh, good podcast too. Yes. So just avoid those. Yes. A lot of people here are saying get a dog. Um, that would help. Just get a dog. That that'll help a whole lot. Try not wearing any masks or holding oh God, large but knives. Please, please get a live dog. Don't. Oh, oh yeah. my God! Don't try to carry around at your old dog. Get a dog with wheels um, and just oh, kind of roll dear. that around. <laughs> okay, so the, there is one person who responded. He says, "You just need to engage in a conversation so they know you. Just next time, stop and ask them where do you live and who sleeps in the bedroom facing the street. So, <laughs> so, then, so then they know that you're just a fun guy. 
and maybe just have a starter pistol on you. And whenever you see them, fire it in the air shouting, it begins, so that they know that your friendship is beginning. <laughs> please, please make sure you don't look crazy. So try to look stable like a good Christian. Mention how you speak to God as much as possible. <laughs> Oh, oh, Reddit bother. is such a good place. Good for them, man. I'm uh, into it. Such a good place. Kyle, I, I know we said we weren't going to talk about Thanksgiving, but it was yesterday, and I hope you all had a l- wonderful, wonderful time, and that today we can begin your day uh, shopping for all those sweet, sweet deals with the sounds of our voices. Um, I but don't some, know. Some, of, some yeah. of those deals, they don't take away. The pain of what happened on Thanksgiving Day, which it was that was a little poem I wrote. Thanks. You're welcome. That's, I was into it. Yeah, I think there's lots of things that happen on Thanksgiving. Like I said, it's a holiday purely designed for familial chaos. It's something that pulls everybody together to say, hey, what can we fuck up this year? That's what the, uh, the pilgrims and Indians said to each other on the first Thanksgiving, and it's a tradition that we have continued. So I want to share just a few Thanksgiving terrible, terrible stories that have existed that I found on the internet about how people spent their Thanksgiving recently. Um, The first one I've got from uh, G.J. Lynch, 22, who said, my grandma accidentally poured dish soap on the turkey instead of oil. Oh, my God. (laughs) So it could have been worse. (laughs) You know, your grandma could have literally cleaned the turkey with chemicals rather than make it delicious and edible. So that's a thing. Um, a butt touch. <laughs> I love Reddit names. Butt touch said, my aunt not being able to come because she was in jail for trying to shoplift a turkey from the grocery. Oh, no, grandma. That was that one was aunt. You know, you always got the crazy aunt. Do the uh, Oh, the aunt. Okay, my bad. She says, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring a turkey. Don't worry about it. I'm going to bring the turkey. And guess what? You're in jail now, aunt. Did she still have the turkey in jail? No, they they definitely uh, the police officers took the turkey, cooked the turkey, and then ate the turkey in front of her. That would be my guess. Also, we've got Shh, it's Sneekos, <laughs> who says, "I thought it would be a funny prank to put a rubber chicken in the oven on Thanksgiving, and my mom would just laugh and laugh and laugh." <laughs> oh, there's a rubber chicken in the oven. What a gag! This is all written exactly in there, by the way. So sure. I, that was a performance. Thirteen-year-old, <laughs> thirteen-year-old um, me didn't realize that normal adults usually preheat the oven before putting the turkey in, and I think that's all you need to know. Have you ever oh, done a Thanksgiving dear. prank? I've never done a Thanksgiving prank. No, I save them all for April, but that's just me <laughs> because that's the law, and you're a good law boy. Ugh, I've never been arrested, not even once. <laughs> not even. Once Reddit user Mpog said, when I was a little kid, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. (laughs) When I was a little kid, I asked to say the prayer. (laughs) It was a big honor to get to say it. My family was notorious for fighting. So I said my little prayer all nice and cute and then ended with a smart ass. God, please let my family act normal today and not fight. Before I could blink, my German grandmother slapped me across the face really hard, which oh, pissed God. my mother off, and lots of yelling ensued, and we left. <laughs> Can you imagine? I don't know how old this child is. They just say they're a little kid. 
but can you imagine your grandma just coming over after you just prayed and slapping you so hard in the face? Oh god. No. But I god, the idea of of God just just in, embodying that grandma being like, "How about fuck you?" <laughs> and then just a hard smack. Oh, so good. Um this one is personal to me. Uh this one comes from Annie Ruins Everything. And they say, at my friend's conservative Catholic family's house for Thanksgiving, his his older brother told everyone that my pal had gotten a tattoo. His parents were pissed and forced him to show them the tattoo. And when they saw that it was a dollar sign on his left butt cheek, there were tears. Oh, oh. What? My, my family what? is actually not really conservative. They are Catholic. But still, I love this idea that every Thanksgiving, that's when you really need to show off that new tattoo you got. Yeah. Current, if you got a tattoo, what would it be? Would it be a dollar sign on your left butt cheek? Um, no, but it would be a dollar sign somewhere else. Uh-oh. Where are you putting that money? In the gooch. You got to pay extra for them to put it down there, I've heard. <laughs> Honestly, actually, I would probably never get a tattoo. Not that I have anything against it. I just have no interest in induced pain and permanent things. And um, because I'm a millennial, right? But the idea of getting literally a tattoo anywhere like near sensitive skin like that, like on your, like underneath your arm or, or like literally in your taint, like, no, ow, ow, Connor, stop it. Kyle, some people are into it. Okay. And you know what else we're into you, the listener, we're into you. We're so in, into, uh, into your face. I know we can't see it. Hold on. I got another one. (laughs) God, (laughs) what do you got, homie? I okay. Hold on. How much death do you want? The appropriate amount. All right. My great grandmother died at the table right as we were bowing our heads to pray on Thanksgiving. Oh my god. Um. The good part though is this is a very long one, but otherwise, as someone started compressions and another person called an ambulance, my youngest cousin dug into her meal, completely unaffected by the dead body. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a real person's Thanksgiving. Was the is the cousin? Did they? Is there any more explanation into the cousin? No, they ended it with anyway a nice memory for Thanksgiving every year. <laughs> mm. To be fair, they said like the great grandmother was really old, and so they were like expecting this to be the last Thanksgiving, but it literally happened during the prayer. Like they said the prayer, lifted their eyes, and grandma was dead. <laughs> I hope we have a great Thanksgiving, Lord, and please bless this meal, and please take care of any unsolved problems you've just been <laughs> waiting to deal with right now. Oh. Grandma, I know that turkey looked good, but she's digging in. And the cousin's problem was that she was hungry, and so she took care of that. That's right. Um, I I don't... Okay, also, I'm going to do one more prank one, because the prank one... I didn't know Thanksgiving pranks was a thing. This one says, so 25 years ago, my son was born in early November, so they had a newborn around Thanksgiving. And the my mom's family is all prim and proper, and my adopted brother, so I imagine this is like an adult brother takes my two-week-old son to check his diaper during dinner, comes back with a diaper in hand, saying, it doesn't look right, and then proceeds to smell it. He then said, something is definitely wrong, so he tasted it. Everyone started flipping out, and then he showed them that he filled the clean diaper with pumpkin pie filling. Just good Thanksgiving pranks! Gross? And for the finale, this is my favorite now. Oh my god. (laughs) Dirt McGirt is a Reddit user. Who says, I was having a farting contest with my cousin in the bathroom. 
She let out one of those ones that ends in an upturned squeak, like her asshole was meekly asking me a question. (laughs) I lost it and threw my head back in laughter. And when my head came back down, it was into the granite countertop at like 127 miles per hour. I split my forehead open and had to go to the ER for stitches. But wait, there's more. In the ER, one of the nurses asked how I cut my forehead, and I told her I was laughing at a fart. She laughed farted in response. I was 11. (laughs) (laughs) I was 11. So obviously, it was the funniest goddamn thing that had ever happened to me. I'm telling you right now, you could be 26. It's still going to be the funniest goddamn thing that's ever happened to you. Anyway, I'm 30 now and still have that stupid scar right between my eyebrows, and sometimes I remember how I ruined Thanksgiving like 20 years ago, and then a nurse farted and I laughed. Oh, so good. And thank you so much to all our firefighters. There were a lot of Reddit problems about fires during Thanksgiving. Like so many people have fires and so many people do things to their body that nurses have to do. And nobody thanks them. I thank the firefighters and the nurses. Go get them. Mm. Mm. You're all doctors in my heart. <laughs> That's what they want, right? Uh, yeah, they're they're uh, Yes, <laughs> they want our organs pretty bad. What do you want, Connor? Um, I want... I want this show to end. I, I mean, I really do. There's just, just it, there's been so much happening. Uh, thank you guys again for taking time out of your lovely Black Friday mornings, evenings, nights, or maybe even this holiday weekend. Uh, I will be blasting all I want for Christmas as you for the rest of the month. I hope that you are too, Kyle. I bid you adieu. Well, before you do that, or you can leave. That's fine. You can leave. I can wrap up the rest Bye. of it. I guess. Um, thanks. Uh, Grant O'Brien for our intro and outro music Millennial Juice Fluid and Ballad of a Dusty Boy. Also thanks to Cynthia Martinez for our beautiful cover art. I love it so much and that's good for me. Subscribe to our Patreon for as little a dollar a month you can get our secret, secret business going on our website uh, patreon.com slash mwordpod. Uh, you can also submit listener questions to mwordpod.com slash submit yeah, send us your holiday problems so we can solve them. Thank you so much for listening. And as we always say, gobble gobble. Bit bit. Dead dead gobble bit, gobble. Bit. Nobody eats turkey for the rest of the year. Bye. Bye.